0: All right, I'm going to do this stupid thing again.
1: Oh, okay. Here we go. Intro.
0: (sighs) You're listening to the No One Special Podcast, a weekly interview show where guests go from stranger to special within the hour. We're your hosts, Mike Means. And Shannon Dugan. Today we're talking with Gabby. Welcome, Gabby. Hi. Okay, that's over. That's (laughs) (laughs) a I still hate that.
1: I know, like, when will it be not awkward?
0: I think. It's I don't bad. think so. When, when eventually I just record it and we don't have to read it every time, we can just yeah. throw it in. Oh, that's what we need to do. That's it's hard to do when it's a different person every week. Oh, it is. just kidding. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> you should have a list of questions. We it's do. You, you do. We do? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah. you're going to hate them.
2: Okay, I, no, I want to I, I wanna learn, I want to grow. We're growl. excited to
0: have you. I want to learn and grow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Learning and grow. <laughs> I'm, an I'm not going to look at this.
2: It's on silent and...
0: Uh-oh. Did you hear what she just said? What?
2: I said I'm an open book. We um, did didn't even know. get to the, to the question yet. <laughs> I'm also psychic, so <laughs> I probably already know all the A lot, lot of
1: people of use that answer as, uh, to one of our questions. And we're I like, see. no, wrong answer. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> so
0: I'm going to let you drive, Shannon, because oh, okay. I know Gabby <laughs> a little bit. Oh, okay.
1: So our first question is going to be, uh, what do you do?
2: What do I do? Mm-hmm. I do a variety of things. I'm a writer, okay. uh, almost exclusively. I have a publication that I run called Medicaid OH, and it is a uh, uh, magazine, a digital magazine for the Ohio medical marijuana community, okay. and um, we basically we do some pro-cannabis advocacy so we write stories do really do do journalism and make um make uh, opportunities for us to bridge the gap in education um for new types of medicine that include cannabis also awesome. um, but we also do other things as well uh, other types of alternative health uh initiatives and um, we're just growing and building right now and just kind of starting up. So that's my main thing. And then yeah. I've, I've been a uh, writer and digital marketer and uh, done a lot of things in the corporate world for a little over 20 years. And I've just moved back from the to the area from Las Vegas about two years ago.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I know a few people actually who have benefited from... The medical marijuana. Yep. The medical marijuana. <laughs> yeah. The... The, uh, uh, the medical
2: marijuana. No, and that's an interesting... Is,
1: I don't know who... It's helped them a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. So, it's Yeah, and it's that's, very that's interesting. interesting
2: that you... That, that it's, it's even difficult to, to know how to... What to call it. Because that shows the stigma around yeah. it still. And this is a, uh, a medicine for a right. lot of people, myself included. I'm one of those people that has benefited right. greatly from it. I had multiple back surgeries, and I was uh, addicted to opiates. And I've really done this as a way to change people's lives and, and um, help others get that uh, the same thing that I got, which was an opportunity to do writing and do that from home while I was dis- disabled and recovering, yeah. and, and so forth. So, really, what I've been trying to do is build ways for other women, specifically, to do that. So we do a lot of uh, pro We do a lot of advocacy. We do a lot of um, pro women stuff. And most of our board is made up of uh, most of our executive board is made up of women.
1: I'm all about it. I love it.
2: <laughs> I love it
1: so much, yeah. I love that there's alternatives, too, for people that it's helping people so much. Yeah,
2: and and the cannabis industry is growing so much right now, and it's cool to have a an area that's adjacent to it without having to deal with a lot of the regulations which are um, bogging down the industry right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot of whatever advocacy will we'll do is to cover the political side, both the legal side and the medical side. Okay. Um, both breakthroughs on the medical side, but then also on the legal side, we're doing. Um, uh, work with learning about the political candidates, so that people have uh, um, an understanding of where they're, uh where their, the, the people that they're going to vote for stand on different health issues involving cannabis and involving um, their their healthcare and uh, what types of breakthroughs there are and abortion and and anything that that is involved with uh, public health. So we're, oh, okay. we're really trying to build. We're really trying to build a site around that where medical uh breakthroughs and legal um uh policies intersect.
1: Okay, so you know like hey, if this is something yeah. I I want or I'm interested in right, right. or I need, right. I don't know, I don't know what the word is. If well, I interest, need it or yeah. whatever or like this is going mm-hmm. to help me. This is going right. to help me, this is going to advocate for me. Who do I Look to to do that. It's all like in one a one stop. Like that's awesome. it's yeah. a good resource.
2: Yeah, it really is. And so we're trying to build that for Ohio right now because there really isn't a lot of uh, education, especially in cannabis right now. Um, a lot of people are finding that they are able to do things like I did and get off opiates and get off uh, and get themselves into a place where they can go back to work after. They've, um, you know, after they've suffered chronic injuries and um, or like
1: chronic pain, yeah, or, yeah,
2: absolutely. And this is really helping a lot of people. So it's it's a matter of getting them to the to the, that education because in order to get it, you have to go to a particular doctor, and that particular doctor has particular documents that they need, and yeah. then um you then you go into a dispensary, and you don't necessarily know what type of uh, cannabis to get. So all of that is very important to helping people to get, do, do things like get off other dangerous medications and um, and, and get to cannabis as a, as a way to, to help them in a lot of different ways that, that maybe they hadn't thought of before. So
1: right. that's like what a, we're trying to do. Like anxiety yeah. or mm. pain mm. or...
2: And we're not saying cannabis is the answer for everybody. Right, it right, certainly right, isn't, right. but it... Um, it, it, it For a lot of people, it provided a pathway that they didn't know about, and that's the most important thing for us, is getting to those people, especially in Ohio, in election year, and in a, um, an area that has been so um, ravaged by the opiate crisis. So that's, that's why we find it important to, um, to build this com- uh, community around a natural health alternative to,
0: yeah. to a
2: lot of the things that we're, we're suffering from in the state of Ohio and beyond, obviously, the country and right. so forth. Awesome. I like it.
0: I like it. I don't know. You I don't have know what Shannon's to say. approval. I don't, I don't know what to say.
1: Like, I'm all about it. I've done my own research, and I know mm-hmm. some people who's helped, so that's mm-hmm.
0: awesome. Well, I'm going to play the bad guy on this particular question all and right. say, we always love to hear what it is you do for work. Right. oh yeah but now we're gonna ask what you do outside of work
2: what do i do i'm not busy of work? with all
0: that medical marijuana
2: okay so um relax for fun, et i um i like to do okay. yoga Ooh. yoga's my my main thing since i've been uh, since i've had uh, a chronic illness i've had to adjust what i do for fun really and i was before i had my back injury i was a zumba instructor and i did that outside of i worked all day had a regular 8 to 5 job and uh, you know sat there and you know plank planked on my you know in my cubicle for 8 hours right, but right. then um, three nights a week i would go out and teach these zumba classes and um, i loved it and it was really really fun and i i did that and then i also uh, ran several marathons wrote about those marathons when i was running them um, and, um, those were really, really cool things. But then when I got sick, I had to think like, you know, I can't do those what's things. What's my anymore, new outlet? Right now, what's right. my new thing? But I really got into yoga and I felt, found that yoga really got into like more of a spiritual, mm-hmm. um, understanding and a gentler way to approach life. And it really, really helped me on both physical and emotional and mental levels. So.
1: Do you, so do you have a particular studio you go yeah. to? Or do you do yoga wherever you can kind of... Yeah,
2: if you guys don't know the story, they're a really cool um, couple from Northern Kentucky that uh, brought this studio, this concept of yoga called Moto, to the Northern Kentucky area. Their name, it's uh, His name's Michael I've Bradley, and her name's Ellen okay. Bradley, and they are the most fascinating couple. They um, started this... He was a um, Toronto Raptors... Um, basketball player and they were uh were in Toronto where the moto studio comes from um that where the, the that concept it was called moksha up there okay. but um it was a hot yoga alternative that was much gentler than um Bikram which Bikram is a style of yoga that is is often criticized because of its harshness and and um It's almost anti-yoga because the concept of yoga is you're gentle and you're you're, you're kind to your body and you're accepting of the changes it's going through. And Bikram was kind of like, raw yoga, you'll stay in this room for 90 minutes and you'll sweat your ass off. And so this was more of like you know be kind be generous be be loving give give as you receive um you know have your let your mind be calm let your your, your body uh build up your body to be more fit uh, under but understand the changes and the the um understand and honor your own body as it's going through. right and it was so beautiful i just loved it so that's what I do. I try to get there three, three-ish 3 times a week. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this, this uh, really cool couple um, came down here and brought this. So that was their gift, and they, they've got three studios all over. And I didn't mean to come in here to plug anything Murder. for them, but, <laughs> but it just worked out that I just adored that family, and I loved their concept. Because what they did, too, is they no longer own the studio. They um, gave up all their belongings. And they uh, travel the world, and their three daughters um, uh, go to what they call a world school. And they go all over, and they teach them, and they they immerse themselves in local cultures, and... I mean, how cool is that, right? Is that like the that dream, right? Cool. Living the <laughs> life. <to> live, <laughs> selling all my stuff and then, live, then going all over the world. to. Like, when you live ask them, and, how are you
1: doing today? Living the dream. No, they're living the dream. I mean, like dream. literally <laughs> living the dream,
2: right? And I see her post and I'm just like, every time, like, love, yeah. love. Like, you are doing it. And that's yeah. so cool. And I'm sure there were a lot of people that told them, like, you can't do that. It's crazy.
1: Right? Why are you uprooting them? Right? Yeah, I know. Right? There's
2: no way to bring up girls, I'm sure. You know, and look at them. I'm sure. Who gets that? God, can you imagine being? And I think they range between like eight and fourteen. Nice. And can you imagine what a cool experience to have to to get to immerse yourself in local cultures all over the world and. Right. Yeah. God, they're gonna be so cool. To be sad about it. (laughs) Yeah, they're gonna be
1: way cooler. They're gonna be
0: cool. I'm super hung up on. Was it Botram? Bikram. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. Because I it's gonna... like CrossFit yoga.
2: I know. It is. It's hilarious. It's actually hey, comical go, to Go, me. go, go. Yeah, that's my favorite part of the story when people tell me what kind of yoga I do. That's my favorite part of the story is the Bikram part. Because I know nothing of him except for the violent extreme part. And that is just so comical to me that a yoga instructor would get that way.
1: <laughs> I think that, I guess I just didn't realize that. I mean, I've done yoga before, but it's just like, Very casual. I guess I just didn't realize there were, I'm sure, many facets and styles. It makes (laughs) sense now that you say it or you hear it. You're like, yeah, I probably knew that, but did I really know? Or Bikram yoga? What is that? I'm going to... Right,
2: right. And I'm sure there are plenty of Bikram studios throughout the country that teach yoga in a perfectly safe and healthy way. But... (laughs) From what I've heard, there was a lot of controversy, and that's what... You're like, don't come out.
1: at me, Bikram yogis. Right, don't yogas. come at me,
2: Bikram, because I do not want to be in a 90-degree hot room for an hour with you. Oh, my gosh. Um, but I yeah, had a nickel I, for every time sure, I heard that. I'm sure that there are plenty of different types of yoga, too, that... A lot of people will find their way into and, and feel like Ooh, this isn't for me. And right. you know, I always tell people, and this is the same thing I told my Zumba students for years. It's like find an exercise that speaks to you, and 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 if you're going to obsess over anything, because you're going to have an obsession in life. Right. Obsess over a, a healthy exercise addiction. You know, obsess over if you love running. You know, go run a lot. Do you know, do what you love, and don't don't. Uh, don't subscribe to anybody else's uh, version of what you, what you think you ought to be or what, you know, whatever diet or, or fad has come along that, mm-hmm. that you think you know, all your friends are doing or whatever. Just do something that you love and, and enjoy it. And don't worry whether you're good at it or not. Um, and that's, so that's, that's really how I found my way into moto. So cool stuff. Yeah,
1: like really cool. Yeah.
0: So as someone who doesn't know anything about yoga. Right. Um, all I can think of is yogi. Mm-hmm. Is that just an instructor, or is that... A yogi
2: is a person that is a student of yoga. Okay. A yoga... Uh...
0: Oh, I'm about to learn something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I could learn something here. Who knows? I think a yogini is I might actually You be made using that up. That's wrong, not I weird. don't know. There is a term <laughs> called a yogini. But you know, that's the cool thing about it is it's all different language things. I mean, a lot of it is um, gosh, I can't even I can't even think of what language it is. I want to say some ancient language and I don't want to I don't yeah, want to say the wrong or Yeah,
1: yeah, So, yeah.
2: I'm not going to say it, but um, it is it's really cool. They I mean, they have Names and other languages for all of the positions and so forth. Okay. What's cool about it is you learn these, you learn those names, but then you also learn every position has a name of an animal also, which is fantastic. So, like you do pigeon pose and you do tree pose and you do yeah yeah, a child's pose and then they have names uh, like they have like reverse lizard and and there's there's different names for all these things. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to see it? Was, no i'm kidding i I'm kidding. I was <laughs> like kind of
1: and i can google, I'm gonna google it for sure uh, yeah.
2: so what else do you want to know about yoga Mike?
0: <laughs> that was that was my big question i didn't know if i was allowed to call people yogi or not so i anyway. don't
2: know actually you know i should find that out
0: okay well for now i'm just gonna say uh, gabby said i could call you yogi so.
2: I, I mean why not right <laughs> they don't person know who you. does yoga <laughs> i think that's all it is is a person who does yoga
1: Yogi? Yeah, because yeah. I was like, "Don't, I don't want all the yogis coming right, for me. Right, right.
0: Well, you might be in trouble.
1: <laughs> the Bikram yogis. No, I don't know out. about the bear.
2: The bear, I don't believe it was an actual yogi. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> so.
0: He was way too focused on picnic baskets. That's right.
1: Yeah, so. he was food motivated.
0: There's nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah, his obsession was food.
2: Not Google, Google's yogurt. yogi bear's Wikipedia page. <laughs>
0: The ranger was a big room guy, though. He was always mad.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, some people, you know, if that's your thing, maybe it's a like to... bridge
1: to like a more peaceful yoga. You know right, what I mean? Maybe it's right. somebody who's like used to like weightlifting or right. doing other things and like, you yeah. know what, I'm gonna try yoga, but this calm stuff is not right for me. And maybe I'm gonna go for this. And, and in a way, they're getting the, into it.
2: Yeah, and that's fine. If that's, if that's what mm. they like, that's fine. It's just not yoga. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's just—it's the it's opposite not like the of traditional
1: yoga, <laughs> yoga right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yoga shouldn't be competitive or. Um, I just envision like. Or feel, incense yeah. and
1: like calming music, You shouldn't and talking. Have a PTSD episode from <laughs> yoga.
2: You shouldn't be like super out of breath while you're doing it. That's correct. That's correct. Right,
1: stretching and. Although, I don't know. I've done some yoga where it's like...
2: Well, and that's the thing about yoga that... A a workout. It's a workout. Well, it is. It's a very, very tough workout. And it's funny because um, most of my yoga studio is like um, almost all uh, either very in shape women or men. A lot of men come in there. And it's Mm. hilarious because the men are the ones that are five minutes into the yoga class and they're in child's pose like, oh, my God, this is so hard. Because it's really hot in there. You know, it gets up to 100 degrees, and you're is really taxing your yoga? body. Um, no, it's not. You, you, okay. can, you can elect to go to the hot yoga or the regular yoga. They even have a lightly heated yoga. Oh, okay. But in the hottest rooms and in the, the classes that are most crowded, it's really, really taxing. And some of these, um, you know, there, there are, like, some of the Bengals go to the studio. And, they, like, they're taxed by this. I mean, it is hard work. Yeah. It's really, really tough. But uh, it's also just so cleansing. And that's one of the things that I love about it is that, especially in the winter, I feel like I don't get sick as much when I go to yoga because mm. you're drinking so much water because you have to. Like you, do, It's not even a, yeah, it's, it's kind of like when I was out living out in Vegas, it was you <laughs> have to drink water. It's not even a choice. It's
1: non-negotiable. Right, yeah.
2: right. But it is, it just it cleanses your, your body. You're sweating out all these toxins and you're, and you're renewing yourself. It's just such a calming and peaceful thing. And I just love it. And that's not what Bikram was about. <laughs> I can't hear. <laughs> from what it. I <laughs> understood. I can't it. <laughs> um,
1: so the next question is, where are you from?
2: I am originally from Cincinnati. I grew up in Anderson Township, born and raised in Anderson. Me too. And um, oh really? Okay. Um, where'd you go to school? Did you go to Anderson? Trippin. Anderson
1: Wait, <laughs> this, is, this is a question that comes up every time. Where'd you go to school? And we're all every talking about high school, high school.
2: Right. I have a freaking master's degree and I still tell people where I went to high school. It's <laughs> <That's> ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, so high school, I went to Turpin. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, graduated in 94 and um, went to NKU, got my journalism degree in 97 from NKU, and um, then went on and got my master's in public administration there. So, um, and then basically worked for years and years and years in a lot of different industries involving writing, media. Um, did a lot of um, uh, corporate work did a lot of trade shows and things like that so and then when i moved back here i got to work for the nfl briefly that was cool oh that's fun i know that was a really interesting job very enlightening Mm. so that was last year and then then i started a weed magazine so (laughs) (laughs) so there you have it then then i
1: started a
0: weed magazine (laughs) (laughs) gotta have a hobby hobby?
1: hey man it sounds very interesting yeah it has um, to be. It has to be, yeah. yeah.
2: So, and then my other hobby is just, um, you know, I have a big black cat, and um, he's on a diet. So, we're, we're trying to learn how to, um, to live with a little less cat food every day, and he takes walks every day, too. This is
1: another thing, so. I'm into that. Uh. Um, <laughs> um, I have the opposite problem right now, actually, which I think we have a vet trip coming up, but, like, I need to put some meat on my dog's bones. I don't know if they're oh, just really? getting old. Aww. And I'm like, I feed them. I feed them as much as I've always feed them. Their activity right. level has not like severely increased. What's going on? Yeah. Both of them though, and so I'm like, if it was just one, I'd be like, what's the underlying?
2: Right, right, right. But it's both of them, it's so both. something's going on.
0: Is Elliot eating their food? No, they. She's getting a little old. Scrounge it
1: down, food. man. No, it's not lingering.
2: My skinny cat eats way more than than the fat. Well, you cat, have a though. skinny
1: cat too.
2: Oh yeah, his name's Rocky, and he is like, 16 years old, and he, like, is salty about life, he just, he's, he's really mad at, like, just all the moves oh, we've had, I love and... a
1: good mad cat, for <laughs> some reason, like, they're horrible sometimes, but I like a good, like, oh, yeah. angry cat, he's Salty. Like, yeah, he doesn't want to a... be near people, and it's like, I get it, yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, and he will give you that look, like, why are you even here, like, he just, he really, like, does that kind of stare at you, where, you know, you know he's judging you, yeah, he's <laughs> like, oh, Exactly, but Bear is kind of like he's a bit the big black cat, and he's 23 pounds, and he um, I love he's it. hilarious. He's like he's kind of like having a Labrador dog, <laughs> like a black lab, because he's he licks faces, and it's cute, and it's funny, and it's it's adorable.
1: And he's on a diet.
2: He's on on diet because he's gotten a little fat. <laughs> um, my brother indicated to me, <laughs> my brother he's he's awesome. He he does a um, a, a beagle rescues. Oh. So they've always been into to to pets and animals and stuff. And he indicated to me when he was over recently that it's hundred percent my fault that my cat is fat. <laughs> and I can't. You're enabling him. I she, he did it. He yeah he, he he gave it to me a little harshly. You're like, but and my I'm other like, one's you know, skinny. <laughs> I know. And then I'm like I feed them the same amount. And uh, but yeah, <laughs> we had to come to terms with some things.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: It's okay. It's, you know, we all have to do that in January. It's Capricorn season. <laughs> <laughs> we have to, t- come, to the ter- come to terms with the realities of life. And I know that because um, my father is a Capricorn. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and he's always making me come to terms with the realities of life.
0: <laughs> Face it.
1: <laughs> How is Bear um, adjusting?
2: Um, he's good. He's, uh, he's got less space now, which is um, a little bit hard for him but now he goes out in the hallway whenever he wants and okay. he's um he's becoming apartment complex cat and he's really liking that new role so i think the he's gonna fit shot in already well. Well, and then the pool opens in a couple months. So he's, he's got a swimsuit, and we'll see. I don't know.
0: <laughs> he's, ready. he's
2: ready. I mean, maybe he'll be slimmed down Let's and get ready to go. He's
1: getting his summer body.
2: We'll get him pool some body. of those floaties. It's okay. He'll be fine. Be
1: cats fine. love water. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a little raft. He'll be great.
0: I have five cats at home.
2: Five. I forgot five.
0: that you have so many cats. Well, yeah. last week, three all three females got spayed at the same time. Yeah. So they're adjusting to their surgery bodies.
2: Right, yeah. We
0: it's did tough. our last dose of medicine today. Everybody seems to be recovering well.
2: It's good. It's good. good. You, that's need good. To, you, you need to spay and neuter your pets?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. do. It's very important. Or they will make more pets.
2: That's right. And that's how you end up with a podcast. Something like that. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, there are so many. I, and it's hard because I, I often feel like. On one hand, I want to volunteer at, at a lot of pet things, and on the other hand, I know that as soon as I volunteer at something, I'm going to end bring up with pets they coming come home, home because yes. I, can't, I can't not.
1: Yeah. I get so it.
2: I have to like – some things in my head I, I have to just shut out because if I – if I go to that part of my brain, I'll just be like, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm gonna become a crazy pet person.
0: Need some boundaries. Yeah,
2: I need, I need a few. I would but. love a dog, and I actually do have, um, I, I could have one more pet, but that would be ridiculous for, yeah. for six hundred square. Feet. Your
1: grumpy cat would be like, oh uh, no,
2: just, <laughs> he's no. like, uh, what is look, that? Look, I put up with a lot. What is that?
1: this? Is, <laughs> this isn't happening. He's gonna put up some boundaries. Return. <laughs> return to sender yeah i don't know
2: yeah
1: um where are you going
2: where am i going Mm -hmm. okay so uh, i'm wondering if that's long term or short term could be
1: anything for you right exactly and
2: that's 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 exactly what i'd love to know and um i i feel like i'm going in a new direction that is right for me
0: that's good that was too succinct. I I I, don't, I I like where your head's at, but we need more information. Okay. <laughs> I
1: feel it's not good okay. enough for my me. I'm like, yeah, that's
0: like kind of a solid answer, and like a
1: little bit vague, but like you're right. a good, on a good path. I do.
2: I feel like since I've come back to Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, I've done so intentionally. I've done so to heal both my family because we lost my mom in 2017 and at the the time I was divorcing as well so I went through some really hard really heavy stuff with my family all at once and that's one of the reasons I came home but then it it really snowballed into this idea of you know we I, I can I came back here not to go back and work in a cubicle and plank plank on a computer I came back here to you know invoke the kind of change that that I saw that I liked out west and mm-hmm. so therefore I'm bringing a lot of the ideas and um and even the specific intentions and 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 work back to Ohio uh, of building a community around uh, around health and around wellness and um and challenging some of the ideas and stigmas that we've held so long.
1: Yeah, it's hard to get people to break through those like <laughs> preconceived. In Ohio, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. <laughs> and I know back to Amelia. I'm just saying, it wasn't the easiest.
0: How dare you bring science <laughs> into this conversation about healthcare?
2: <laughs> oh, exactly. Well, and that's what's interesting about cannabis specifically <laughs> and science is that. Because of the access, we are finally getting, um, that, let me back up a second, the, um, the only uh, place in America mm-hmm. a few years ago that federally studied cannabis was one farm in, uh, I believe it was Louisiana or Missouri, anyway, there's one place that had um, what a lot of people would refer to as shit weed you know, like really bad one-type strain of weed that they were studying and to, to determine the policy of our country to continue to say that this is, has no medical value. Well, because all the states now have, have, and so many of the states have enacted their own laws, now researchers, state researchers, are able, like for instance Penn, like Penn State did a study last month that said Uh, cannabis um, could potentially have uh, they're not sure how but it it might have a potential to um, cure colon cancer. And the reason that they're able to even do that study is because the state of Pennsylvania has enacted medical marijuana and they have access to a wide variety and type of marijuana that potentially has different properties of the things that they studied in this one thing in in Louisiana. Um, and that's where the, all of this science is really starting to come out. And we have to collect that as evidence and build policy around that. And so that's what I'm trying to help Ohio do right now.
1: Yeah, it seems. I mean, I don't know. I get it, cause people have that taboo around it. They're right. like, oh no, we're not going to study right. this because this is bad. This is whatever.
2: Right. But, but oh wait, yeah. just kidding. Yeah. And that, there's and, some things yeah. this could do. Right. That and could that's we always we always have to keep it in the back of our head that that even the science, even the evidence that we previously had could be wrong. We learn that all the time in science. Right. That, oh, like vaccines are safe this one researcher who said that they aren't, that that was bunk, you know? And then we, we came across as a larger medical community to spread that around, that vaccines are in fact safe, things like that. Like there's right. so many things that we learn all the time. Like, you know, I mean, there was a time when we believed it was safer to drink diet soda than it is to drink uh, Coke. Or, or any corn syrup right, product. Right, right. When we found out, you know, both are equally bad and that actually diet sodas are even worse for us. I mean, then we're discovering things all the time. Exactly, right? We're just holds gonna, She, she holds up her It holds her up cocaine, my little... It's right? a small one. And I do. I, I still drink sugar, but I, I will not drink uh aspartame products because yeah i don't have do heard so many terrible things about
1: them diet either i think right. after
2: i'd rather be a little bit chunkier honestly when
1: i got <laughs> pregnant it was kind of like the i'm not drinking that anymore just because i've read i read so much stuff about it and right. like oh and then i was like you know what no like no caffeine at all no mm-hmm. i'm not even doing diet right. or anything like that like i don't want that in my body and um Then, like, every once in a while, I'll have... This is, like, what I'll do. Every once in a while, I'll have, like, a Coke as a treat. And it's like, okay.
2: Yeah, and, you know, that's the one thing that I had always... um, uh, Because I counseled people for years and years um, as a a writer about health and fitness Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. as a Zumba instructor. Because a lot of people would ask me, you know, how do you stay in shape? And uh, clearly it was Zumba. But it was also... um, Things that a lot of fitness instructors didn't tell you, like you know, just eat eat what you want, but just eat less of it. Things like that, like right. you know, don't don't hold yourself to the point of accountability that your guilt eats you. You know, things like that. All of those things that I you know that I that I used to teach people. I'm hoping that that I can kind of steer into um, into my new um, magazine as well. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yes. Yes. So. so, like health wellness, not just um, yeah, marijuana absolutely. magazine. Right. Just yeah, there's exactly. way more to exactly. it than that. Well,
2: and, and what what it does for us is um, we we decided uh, uh, late last year, about September last year, that we were going to make it a nonprofit because we wanted to make sure that. Um, First of all, that it wasn't mine; that it was everybody's. That we, and that we built it around. Um, that we built it around women. That we built it around journalism. That we built it around uh, the science community, the legal community. Mm-hmm. So, that's um, been really cool to kind of watch that manifest over the last six months. So, um, but yeah, it, what it did was it allowed us because we we've, we've expanded it to other other alternative health. It, it allows us to get federal. Um, funding for 501c3 so we're waiting on our 501c3 status right now nice. and then we'll be able to get funding for it yes. and be able to um to hopefully take a lot of that money and really put that back into the community in terms of helping people uh learn about cannabis education even through writing some, it, yeah, yeah through learning about it but also uh, a lot of giving some people a chance to write about it as well and um allow them to review products and do things that that are um that we can do in order to improve the the products that they're taking that they um, that they understand them better and that we get the prices down and and really keep keep those things in a um in, in a legal sense and in a medical sense safe for for families you know especially safe for both adults and children um you know that's one of the things that the the, the science has come out with is that uh it's not. They don't think necessarily THC is safe for children, and therefore, one of the things that we want to do is uh, advocate for, uh, for packaging um, regulations, make sure that, that, that kids don't have access to it. Right, right. Um, and that's something that right now uh, there's a, a large contingency of people who want to legalize it for anyone to grow anywhere. And there's a lot of people who don't believe that we should do that, and I agree that we want to still keep it out of the hands of, of children. We want to make sure that, that parents don't have to worry about that. Just like alcohol, and, and right, even right. though it's safer than alcohol and you, it can't kill you, it's still a product that, that can have an effect on you that should be should have a warning label on it and should be in a package that's hard for a kid to open. And and, and, and also, some of the edibles, I believe, do start to really look like regular candies, and you we have to make sure that, that there's lab, no labeling and, and so forth. You, yeah. You know, and that's an important thing for a lot of people, especially people who have kids at home. Right. So, um, th- those are all important issues that we're trying to, um, cover and discuss. So we'll see.
0: <laughs> see, I'm glad I told her shit. I wasn't letting her off the hook with that <laughs> little, I'm going to a place where I'm happier.
1: <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. Okay. What's your secret? <sighs> what's
2: my secret? So last year I did a journalism project. that I am very proud of, but is also very controversial. Okay. I spent a year working on a uh, body image project uh, that involved dating. And I built an Instagram account around body positivity. And I, I, I included a lot of guys that I was dating. At the time, and learned a lot, and made a lot of observations about how we date now, and how we communicate on the internet in a romantic sense. Okay. And then I also built it into recently a uh, an account that um, is a subscription account, and it tells a little bit of the adult content side of uh, basically what happened in my last year of dating and uh, doing this Instagram profile. So it's very interesting. So it's $5 to join and and, um, I've had several men interested and probably some women. interested in learning about and it's all really about body positivity yeah i guess i don't view that as
1: controversial but okay yeah
2: right but it it, it was a controversial project right right, right. you know i wasn't dating all of them but i tried (laughs) (laughs) i tried to date as many as as were interesting to me because i you know i wanted to learn i wanted to learn everything i could about uh about dating about um monogamy versus non-monogamy right and okay. about uh about um especially after having my own personal traumas how do we date after me too how do we date after divorce how do we date after trauma right um, so I'm getting into kind of all of that and um I'm also just kind of telling like really salacious stories too so <laughs>
1: So it's fun.
2: Um, yeah, so it's fun. That. You know, I'm trying to keep it. You know, I just don't want to make it a condemnation of men, um, or a uh, or um, a commentary on where we've gone as gone off the rails as a society or anything um, in terms of dating. But it is very hard, and I think that there's a lot of people out there that are just lonely and it's been an interesting way to, to, uh, to connect with people on a level that I didn't realize was there. Um, a lot of these people specifically, they feel like, and they, they even give me money, um, because they feel like I've given them, these people I've never met before. Yeah. Um, given me, I feel, they feel that I've given them something to like some sort of hope the, I'm I'm sort of the, the the Helen of Troy I guess of their lives you know <laughs> like I'm the woman out there that they are um, thinking okay well I'll be better in my life I'll work out harder I'll make more money I'll do this I'll do that for the chance of someday maybe attaining this this image of this woman who clearly I mean I'm just a human I'm just, like I'm right 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 I'm a spaz I wouldn't want to date me but for so many men out there. They they found me on Instagram, and they found communicating with me as their kind of hope. And their, their, it was so beautiful. Like, so, this is
1: attainable for me? I'm going to do the best, or what?
2: that. I think, and some, some of them, sure. And, and some of them, it was funny because was some, some of them were very overconfident. I mean, <laughs> and, you know, I mean, of course I got rained on, like, from the sky, like a thousand dick pics, right? I mean, it's <laughs> It was just bad but it was um, I just <laughs> <laughs> It was bad but people are there are so many and, and people are people are very funny and people are overconfident people go into the idea of talking to a woman that they uh, view as beautiful or um attractive and that they, they 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 have so many different approaches and so many of them are so bad, and they're comical. But some of them are sweet and beautiful, and I really love. I and I, when the project was over, I continued to use the account because I was like, I'm, I, I care about these people. Right. And over the course of the year, what I learned, what I learned is, I like, I care about these people. I've, 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 I've met them through, and I've connected with them in such a way that they've become a part of my life. And you know, we all affect each other in that way. And I don't think we all always remember that when we're out there going, hey, baby, you know, show me your bobs and your, you know, (laughs) and your vagine, (laughs) you know, we don't think about that, but we do affect each other. And, um, that's the, it's been a really cool project. So I'm, I'm doing it on the, um, the, I'm doing the G rated part. I, I guess it'll probably end up being more PG 13 ish rated, um, part on medium, the platform medium. Okay. And um, then in order to get the adult content, which would include you know, some of the photos that I sent back and forth with guys and yeah. things like that and more salacious content, um, it's $5 to join on OnlyFans. So that's what I've been working on as kind of my side project. And the reason I'm doing it is because I want to go back and get my second master's degree.
1: <laughs> it seems like the big thing here is like you have a very big thirst for knowledge yeah. and you like to discover Absolutely. things and exactly. learn things about life right, and right,
2: absolutely. especially
1: when they relate to you personally absolutely, too yeah absolutely. that's awesome and
2: i, and I do and it, it, it's 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 a blessing and a curse um that i make everything a journalism project you like
1: research <laughs> you're like i don't i'm, I'm gonna yeah, like explore this right. dating world but no i'm gonna do it in this yeah, way yeah, like, and find out all these the ins right. and outs and all these right. things
2: right and it was it was really an interesting way to get to meet people and i met people that i didn't Even imagine could be helpful in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I got legal advice, I got stock tips. I, got, I mean, I probably, uh, you know, got a free a lot of free dinners. I got, you know, I mean, I got a lot of nice yeah, things. Yeah, I got yeah. a lot of important stuff. Um, I had a guy send me some, um, I, I took a picture of my whiskey in a uh, pint glass one day, and some guy a few days later sends me two whiskey glasses because I told him I didn't have any. Like, I mean, that's the kind of, like, thing that people don't realize happens over the internet of people that don't even know each other that... You know, I mean how cool is that that you know, I, I said I didn't have whis- I didn't have a glass, I didn't really care. It wasn't that big of yeah, a deal. Yeah, but yeah. how nice. I mean to, for a total stranger to, to go to, to go to the lengths of buying me glasses, putting them in a box, putting a, a you know, my address on it and to, to have it show up in my at my house and, and uh, well I have a, a PO box, but yeah, I mean to yeah, have yeah. it show up and and have um you know have a gift from somebody I've never met just who looked at my photos and liked some of the things I wrote it's just such a cool thing and it's 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 a kind of humanity that I think we've we've thought is lost online
1: <laughs> yeah because you always think oh they're just in it for like the likes or whatever mm-hmm. but I've right. always seen like some of the people I follow they'll do like who get really big and <clears throat> their fans will like send them gifts oh
2: yeah yeah absolutely. and they'll do like
1: unboxing and you're like mm-hmm. what is happening
2: yeah, I know. It is crazy. And you it's can crazy, build It's crazy, but it's kind of like you can build it today. you
1: almost follow these people in their lives and you're like, I'm building a connection that you have no idea like, right. oh, I love this person. I don't know. I connect mm-hmm. with them. They make me laugh. Right. And I feel like I know her, but she has no idea who I am and I'm like, and oh, here's I've right. not I haven't done it, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: here's something.
2: Yeah. It's so true. It is so true. Mm-hmm. We we do connect on levels that a lot of people don't don't recognize. Right. And I think it's uh, it's been a cool way to, to really see that come to life and um, really do it in an intentional way throughout the course of a year. Um, but what what's funny about that is now I have to write it all. <laughs> I mean, I you have, have to notes. write about it all. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have notes and I have like certain sections of certain stories and stuff. But this has kind of forced me to to organize it all and put it in a in a cohesive manner. So I, I guess I've kind of Capricorned myself. <laughs> I
0: can't record myself hey, it's really interesting what you said about relationships and how they work today and dating and yeah. I just recently saw a video of a young lady uh, like a call out asking for help and she's like you know I'm really I'm confident and I want to ask this guy out so guys how do you want to be approached and all I could think was Welcome to our lives as men. Right. Like right. what is the right way?
2: Right. And there is no one right way. Yeah, and that is absolutely correct. Um, I would say that the most the, the, the men who and, and and let me let me start off here by telling you that I get probably five hundred messages a week from people who are attempting to start a, a some sort of relationship with me in terms of getting to know me, uh, to date me, so forth. So it's a lot of people. And so I have to be very selective. But uh, the best way that that men have been able to get me to notice them first is by understanding me enough to know what kinds of things I already like to do Mm -hmm. and inviting me to a specific thing that seems like something i might want to go to it's so easy but they guys don't think of it they're like hey what are you doing hey what's up hey um what are you wearing you know like <laughs> and all that stuff just is noise to a to a woman right. who like, has her shit together it's just like the right? basic, right? noise like yeah. just
1: get past this right we're gonna move past right. it anyways why don't you just start off with
2: right and you know they and have honestly, a hard time like
1: saying that blunt question or, like, I don't know. Like right, being and, obvious, and, yeah. one, of,
2: and I, one of the guys that had been most successful was, hey, um, I want to go to this this restaurant, and I want to go to see this band play on this night. Are you free? And it was a restaurant I liked and had been to before because he knew because he follows me enough on social that he recognized that it's a restaurant I liked you know yeah and then he knew that it would be it was a band that I might want to see because either I had clicked interest on the on the uh, Facebook thing or I you know he just knows me enough to like has learned enough about it my interests and that really determines the difference between somebody who wants to take me to bed and leave me and some guy who really wants to get to know me and wants to impress me enough to to maybe continue on with a relationship. Right. So that's the And you like laid it out. Yeah.
1: Forward like, yeah. hey, this is what I want to do. Yeah. This is the day I want to do it. Are right. you free? Not right. like, hey, what are you doing Saturday? And then right. you give an answer and then yeah. they're like, "Oh, I, well, wanna... I was thinking about this, right. but you don't want to yeah. go into something." Well,
2: like... and here's the thing for women too is one, I still assume that a man who's going to take me out, it may be a little old-fashioned still, but I still assume that a man who's at least has in his mind that he might want to continue a relationship with me, that he would at least go ahead and pay for the first meal or you know, offer, and, and do so either beforehand, like, hey, I want to take you out to." Not, right, hey, like I want to, like, meet me at this restaurant. Or how about, I want to buy you a drink at and buy you dinner at. When you use those la- those terms and that language, that is a difference of comfort for the woman. It's, uh, I, okay, I know what I'm getting into here. And the other thing is, too, that I've seen a lot and that what I'm writing about right now is the concept of, um, we get into this sexually explicit language to, to the point that um, there's implications. And I've had to, and many times, say, like, I'm not going to meet you because there's such a heavy implication that I'm supposed to have sex with you, and I can't go on with that. And right. that's really interesting, that, that guys, they, they, I think they're confused. They think that by talking sexually that they're interesting us and that they're peaking our, and, and getting us in the mood, which is all well and good, but the problem is is that when, you know, percentage-wise, more than half of women have been raped in America and that we're, we're going through this, this Me Too revolution, you can't start telling a girl what you're going to do to her, you know, and, and, and have never met this person before. And because it will start to get like, I don't, I don't, I don't know, you know, right, and, right. And it, it gets icky in a hurry. So I think that's, what's more important too, is don't get too, don't get too sexual too soon. Tell a woman you're interested in taking her out and um, plan to pay and, you know, indicate that you plan to pay and go somewhere and, and suggest somewhere that she may want to go to anyway. It's not that freaking hard. It really isn't, but it does take being intentional. It does take actually knowing what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and, and learning about the person first. And that's what we should be doing anyway, right? Right. We shouldn't just be throwing darts at a dartboard of people. Like, hey, this one looks hot. That one looks like she has her stuff together. You know, we should be saying, okay... What
1: are they uh, interested in? Yeah, what are and they that's like? what we
2: can learn from being on someone's social media is say, hey, this person has a lot in common with me. They have the same attitude about life. They, have, they share the same kinds of memes I do, or they go to the same kinds of places I do. These are all things that we don't maybe talk about that we're doing anyway, mm-hmm. and that we should be doing. And I, I think a lot of, a lot of guys especially just think, okay, well, oh, she's got a nice rack. <laughs> I'll just throw my dart at that dartboard, and that's not the way to go. It's it's getting to know somebody and then learning what they're about and and really connecting and and that's how you really create connections that are lasting. Whether you're monogamous, non-monogamous, whether you're um, straight, bi, anything, whatever you are, right. um, that's really what's important is getting to know the person and, and respecting them and and and. And building something with them that you think um, could actually last rather than just you know trying to get a quick score. <laughs> well, my, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying not to use dirty words. Here. I, know, I don't I know. know how. I don't we know. We have not explicit. Word.
1: My <laughs> we're, we're adult.
0: my less um, less researched position and advice to this young lady was just to approach that person however you would like to be approached.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's, that's, that's true. And, and you know, and that may not work for everybody. There are probably a right. lot of women that, that it doesn't work for. But I think that the, the, you're, you're going to increase your chance, probability of success by being respectful to anybody. Mm-hmm. You're never going to increase your chance by starting with like, the, like, even if that is your end pick. goal, <laughs>
1: like, I just want to get her in bed. Even yeah. if that is your end goal, like, what does it hurt start- to be respectful? Yeah, and get to know somebody before right. you just, like...
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think any of us... I mean, and maybe there are those, some people, and that those people have their own places that they should maybe engage in in this, but some people, I guess, do just want sex, and they just want a body. Um, But most of us, um, the the way that we damage each other online is by not communicating our goals and our wishes and our needs. And, and, you know, we we just have to be better at that. The better we are at that, the better we'll have good relationships. I think. (laughs) Right? Yeah, right. So
0: less dick pics.
2: So what? Less, Less dick, dick
0: pics. Picks. Less
2: dick yes, pics, Yes, that is, that is for sure the answer. Although, I've become quite the connoisseur. And I, I'm <laughs> thinking about a coffee table book, honestly.
0: <laughs> That's never a bad idea.
2: <laughs> oh dick pics I've received, memoir. <laughs> memoir. So
0: here's what I want to know is, how did that become the go-to?
2: Um, I think, it's, I think that we've become such a visually oriented, short circuit culture that we've We've come to the immediacy of, hey, this is my part. What's your part look like? Okay, now we do it. You know, I mean, it it shouldn't be a transaction like that. Like your life. That is is the basic. You know, we are going to end up in the movie Idiocracy if we continue (sighs) down that path, right? So, yeah, less dick pics for sure is the answer and just more respect and, and, you know, just being nice to each other.
1: The next question is a question for everyone. Okay. And it's what's the last thing you learned? What is? It the doesn't list? have to be about this conversation. It could be in regards to. But if you need a minute, I have one. It's silly, but it's okay. Please, please go. It's I'm really mine silly, will, mine but I'm still stewing it. a little bit about it. Last night, me and my husband went to go see the new Star Wars movie, right? So I learned a lot of things about that. But um, we went to the theater in Anderson. Mm-hmm. right cuz my sister lives there and I was like oh yeah, just drop her off. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. And we went in and I'm all excited cuz I don't know I just don't go to the movies that often. We went and I walked in and I was like wait a minute where where's the concession stand at? Like where's my popcorn? Where's my icy? And we get they're like she's like I had to ask somebody like what's going on here? There was a big bar, just like a straight bar. And we go in there, and she's like, no, you have a server. Like, they'll, they'll bring you whatever. And I was like, okay, so I can get my IC there. And she's like, we don't have ICs. And I was like, "About where's my money? I was so disappointed. I'm still stewing about it. It's so stupid <laughs> and silly. But I learned that if it's, like, a dining experience movie theater, they don't have all the traditional stuff. It's like you're eating a meal. And it's by the way, it's going to be, like, $70 for you, too, if you want, like, yeah. drinks and apps and, like, food. Like, we got, yeah. I don't know. I know movie theaters are... Ex- they, they always yeah, jack stuff ridiculous. up, right? They're like ridiculous. at a stadium, they always yeah. jack stuff up. Yeah, but it's, it's like, okay, ten dollars, ten dollars for popcorn. Yeah. You're like, yeah, no, come yeah. on, no.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I really think that that the less money you have, the more aware you are of that. Yeah,
1: I guess (laughs) I just always try to be mindful. I don't know if it's that, like, um, becoming minimalist thing where it's, like, every... Think about buying things in terms of what you did to make the money to purchase those. So, like, an hour's worth of work, is this worth Mm -hmm. this? Or, like, an hour's worth of my life, is this worth this? Yeah, absolutely. um, So... I don't, I think I have that mindset to where I don't think it mattered how much money I could ever have. I would still be like freaking $10 for right. a thing of popcorn. Right. You gotta be kidding me. Absolutely. Even if I had like copious amounts, right, you know what I right, mean? It's right. like still, yeah. I don't know. We know people like that who have a lot of, I feel like, um, are, you know, people yeah, we work my, with or I don't know people in my personal life too. It's like, what's the value of this whatever right, and then i right. was just like oh man i just wanted like a traditional when i think of the movie theater like this it's evolved so much i guess right. where i'm just like i just want like an icy and some popcorn and some but, milk duds i mean,
2: I mean we and i'm good to, i think we need to simplify things that's the thing yeah. we just need yeah. to simplify like i want the this.
1: nostalgia just want I don't, going to don't a movie <laughs> i don't need chicken t- i don't know i don't know like uh a fancy dinner while I'm watching a movie. Right. Like if I do, I'll sneak in P.F. Chang's or something. I
0: feel like <laughs> last time I went to one of those, I actually had Brussels sprouts. While they I had was Brussels
1: watching the movie. sprouts on the movie. They're, they're,
0: they did. Be wrong. I bet they're good.
2: I bet right. they're good. I don't know if they
0: right. were worth the ten dollars. I, I just for don't Brussels know if
2: sprouts. I want. Every, I mean, I love choices, but I also struggle with too many choices. Like I had hummus at the ballpark one time, and I'm like, I don't want to have the option to have hummus at the ballpark. I want a I, hot
1: dog and right. like.
2: Right, I want ballpark food here. I don't want to even know that hummus is an option because knowing that causes me great, great distress because here I am getting nachos and eating the processed cheese food and knowing that I could have had hummus. So just... Get out of here with your hummus, great actor. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> get out of here with other? it.
1: I don't want to know it's there. But like, my sister loves that theater. Right. Yeah. And then I was like, your theater is way too bougie for me. I'm going to Newport next time. Oh, that's Sanderson like, though. I we, can't. Yeah. I can't
2: handle this. Like, Anderson is the bougiest. We are so bougie <laughs> over yeah. there. Are I like, get really
1: weird too, and yeah. I was like, Matt, you should have picked the seats down there. Right. Like, yeah. The guy next to me fell asleep. He's probably seen Star Wars 30 times already. <laughs> he was snoring lightly.
2: Right. right.
0: That'll be the next thing. Now, when you right. pick your seats, it'll tell you who you're sitting next to and if they've been there before.
2: Right. Like, what? Your personality
1: your profile. Age. Right. Your profile. Like, no. It's important. I should have put a seat sp- spacer. It was my own fault. But, anyways, yeah, that was yeah. my one thing I learned. I learned. It's just sticking in my head for some reason. I'm like, I'm going to use this
0: stupid thing. Like I don't even know how to nail that down. You learned that you don't, don't like g- one of the movies anymore?
1: No. Um, no. I learned that I want the simpler version of things. Like, oh, absolutely, I like yeah. the nostalgia of an old movie theater versus like, this is the amped up one. Like, even if it was a date night where I was like, yeah. oh, I want to have like a meal and I want to do that at a restaurant and then go eat like my popcorn and snacks. Yeah. It was oh, just interesting funny. to learn that. Oh yeah, I just want it to be like simple. I mean, I like the nice seats now. Don't get me wrong. Right, but, Like right. There are some nice yeah. things, but yeah. like, I don't,
2: I don't I know. think that we we do feel like we've got a combination of like, okay, well, I like, I want to keep this about modern stuff, but I I really do feel like anymore, there's going to be more of us that are saying like, I have to take social media breaks. So I think what it is, and this is the thing I've learned lately, is that we are giving all of our dopamine to our phones. For sure. And we are taking the energy that we need to use on people and projects and our lives and we're giving a lot of that to Facebook and we're giving a lot of it to Instagram and we're giving it a lot to yeah. to everything that we're we're doing and that and that that's something that I think that we can build changes into. You know, I think that we can
1: I think what helped me at. is when it's when I updated one time and it told you like the average time you spend on your phone a day. Oh that's like is okay. a,
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well and I had a job when I was working for the NFL last year. Um I was on my phone sometimes 16, 17 hours a day. It was like substituted for your computer. You know what I mean? It was in my it was in my hand all the time to the point that if I ever put it down, my cats would run over and jump on it because they knew that that was my addiction, that was my crack, and it was it was working all day long. And you know, I'd get emails at four in the morning and five in the morning, and I'm returning them. And you know, when you see people doing that, and Mm -hmm. uh, you know. Top, you <laughs> like you gotta like slow down, people, and you know. And I, have the biggest thing that I've learned about that is that we we work so hard at things sometimes that, and we focus so much of our attention on them that when we when we draw back from that and say, okay, enough, you notice that's when things start to like start to work. Mm-hmm. It's because we we do all this. We just we focus so much time and energy and effort. On building and building and building and trying to do more media and more, um, you know, getting our name out there and getting our image out there and doing this and building and building and building and. When you going to just let that go for a minute and maybe do something like what know, you said, go to good. a movie and enjoy, like just not having your phone, just relaxing for an hour. Or what I like to do is go to a show, go to like, uh, I like Grateful Dead and, and those types of bands. Yeah. And I just go and I jam out and I feel good and it, and it takes my mind off of those things that are on Facebook that are ugh, right there and that are constant in your mind because they're constant on your screen. hmm and what you know? What what's scary? Do you remember when we were young and our moms wouldn't let us sit too close to the TV? Yes. Look at us today. Look we're at like- us. <laughs> and we Let's think see that's good.
0: VR goggles.
2: Right. No, I
1: swear. Um, I get weird um, if I'm staring at it too long. Like I, if I'm scrolling. I mm-hmm. have to look away from my phone because that's, it makes right. me dizzy. Yeah. Like there's something going on so like I know like when my there's... eyes are getting messed up I'm like this isn't I don't know.
2: They say that it causes ocular damage to to scroll that long and furthermore it causes neck damage. They say that a lot of a lot of doctors have, like, have said that you've got that neck problem from looking down at your phone. Yeah. It's a little knot that you kind of get in the back and it's and you know even me like my left arm Just from holding up my phone because my phone's so dang heavy because it has to be the size of a you know a uh, a a giant screen now everybody has these giant giant screens that are three times the size Mm -hmm. of what we had three years ago and we're holding them up in our faces and you know doing so for hours a day it's like. And then we were like, hmm, I wonder why we're not feeling as well. I wonder
1: why my neck hurts and I have this knot, knot in the back.
2: Let's take prescription drugs to fix it so that we can get back to scrolling on our phone. So that is my thing that I've learned. Stop giving your dopamine to Facebook. Give it to people.
0: I think mine's going to be, I don't know if it's any more lighthearted, but it's definitely a different vein than what you guys hit on. Connor's been going through it with this learning thing. Oh, I know, right? So he, um, he's in kindergarten, mm-hmm. and he started school this year, and he's at the point where he's not a big fan of school. He told me the other day it was boring. I mean, it is. Um, but it's just weird to watch how their brains switch gears mm-hmm. as they grow up. So he's at the point now where he um, wants to learn, but he doesn't want to have to try to learn anything.
1: He wants it to be easy? Yes.
0: He is mm-hmm. he is not interested if he has the to do anything and okay. I see that. Right. I did that throughout school. Like, oh, I, totally I don't know did if anybody too. ever. Yeah. Right. I tried noticed to it.
2: shortcut everything and I realized later on that I wasn't shortcutting. It's only seemed that way.
0: That's, you're making it harder for yourself, right? You're not learning how to actually learn. Do it, yeah, right.
2: Exactly. It took me many years. To or you just do that.
1: like quick memorization, and it's
2: yeah. not like staying That's in exactly your long, right. long-term
1: yeah. banks, and mm-hmm. then you're like, "Yeah, I got an A on that test, but right, right. I don't remember well, any of I, it." Well, I
2: think part of it is that we don't have the capacity to learn in that in in that way at that age because we don't see the consequence of only memorizing and spitting out in regurgitating the answers. We don't see the consequence of that action. You know what I'm saying?
1: So what is he Well the specific like the struggle <laughs>
0: that keeps happening is, you know, he's he's starting to read. Yeah. So he knows his alphabet, he knows all the sounds that the letters make. Mm-hmm. So he'll go through we I yesterday I had him read the can of soda he was drinking. Yeah. Cuz he wanted to know what it was. Yeah. He didn't know what it was. He's like, "What'd you give me?" I said, "We'll read it." So it was root beer. And he's going, r, a, t. So we went over that. Well, it's two o, so it makes a different sound. err. Then he went coke. Hmm. Like, dude, none of those are the letters. You just you just said all the sounds. Like you just right. put them together. So as opposed to just putting the sounds together, which would be the word. He's just guessing. He's just yeah. guessing at a word he knows that a thing that comes with canon. Huh. I don't like recognizing it is one thing. I haven't figured out how to encourage him to do the actual work. But then you think, or of make
1: the, it fun or make right. it interesting well, to him. Well, just the
0: long term development of that ability to actually want to do that work. Because you hear about it all the times like that grit's real important and just working and working and working until you get it. And I don't know, you know, I guess that's the universal parent question is can you teach that and show them, like, the right reward for actually doing the work mm-hmm. to where it's rewarding for them.
1: That's interesting. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's just strange to see it. Yeah. Like, yeah. to witness it and be like, right. oh, that's what's going oh, yeah. on here. Oh, okay. Like, so let
1: it click and you're like,
2: oh.
0: Right, like, like, you." when he's doing all the things he should do and then he just guesses.
2: Right, right. <laughs> like, because he's
0: afraid for some reason to be wrong right. or...
2: But that's, that's interesting because you're going to you're going to have that with every stage with Connor but yeah. you know that you're learning how you w- were at that age and and trying to figure out how to maybe do things better than the way you did it because that's the other thing that we don't do a lot of times is we don't always say well well the way I did it maybe wasn't the best way. A lot of times we say, well, I did it and I turned out fine. I tried
1: my best. Maybe you say like, I tried my best, but it's not like,
2: okay, let's
1: evaluate like, is this working?
2: exactly. What did this work for me? How did I feel from it? And how, how might I approach things differently to move on? And what a cool gift that is really to you as a parent to get to do that. Or have Um, like
1: the insight to, yeah. yeah. Well,
2: Thanks for coming on the show oh, today. you're welcome. I really uh, had a good time talking to you guys. Yeah.
1: It was, it was good bad. to get to know you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, we you try time. to we try to keep it light. I like it. All right. Well, reach out to us, everybody. Call <laughs> okay. us and um, send us emails and let us know how much you love it or hate it. <laughs> you can do that. Or, either.
1: yeah. And if you'd like to be on the show, go to our Facebook page or hmm. Podcast at gmail.com and sh- send us a message. Yeah,
0: we're waiting to hear from you. Until then, thank you very much, Gabby.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you, guys. Go talk to some strangers.